Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weird Things program. I'm Bryce Castillo, as always, joined with my two co-hosts. As always, Justin Robert Young. Hi. And as always, Brian, always on time, Brushwood. Hey, I, I, I was here early. It today. was. It was. So so I, I, I maintain never being on time. Mm. <laughs> a good Brian uh. is always a late or always early. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is the way. By the way, last season, his uh, nickname was surprisingly defensive. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. So uh, a little bit of a programming note. That's one of the big news stories in science. Uh, If you're watching this live uh, in a couple of hours, NASA is going to crash a satellite into a meteor. What? Oh, I thought I thought that we were going to start off by bagging on Artemis again. No, I think we they're not doing Artemis right now, y'all. I think that's all we need. Stop trying to make Artemis happen. <laughs> so the DART program, which we must have talked about before, uh, the that the what is it? The double asteroid redirection test. Basically, the idea is they're going to throw a satellite into Di- Dimorphos, uh, which is a, an orbiting rock around Didymus. And they're going to try to change the orbit of this rock by smashing a satellite directly into it. So we, we have seen satellites smashed into uh, the moon at the poles, and we tried to look and see if, if a lot of water got kicked up. We've uh, smashed uh, satellites into um, uh, asteroids to see if we were able to knock them off course. And all of this, of course, being in the case that, that we're on a collision course with an asteroid and we don't have the budget to hire Bruce Willis. Um, uh, uh, but in this case... This is a twofer, right? We're, we're, we're going to domino. We're going to knock a little guy who uh, uh, is going to smash into a bigger guy and see if that's able to knock it off course. Uh, oh, is that right? That's, that's what the diagram seemed, seemed to indicate. Oh, it is double impact. Uh, oh, yeah. Double asteroid redirection test. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, they, we're, we're going to see it live. Apparently, you will be able to see it from Earth. They, uh, NASA will have a whole live stream um, keeping, keeping tabs on it. Apparently, you will be able to see it uh, in the sky? In the sky, because Didymus is visible, generally. What, uh, what, what time? Oh, goodness. That's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> well, I, I, oh, goodness. Well, it, oh, jeez. I'll, I'll tell you what. While, while you look that up, yeah. the reason I ask is because tonight, as soon as we're done with uh, cord killers, I'm going to pull out the, uh, uh, the telescope because tonight is the first time in 59 years that Jupiter is uh, the closest it's going to be So uh, in my entire lifetime. So uh, as the sun sets, Jupiter's going to come up and we'll get nice, clear views of it. Um, uh, this will be, I mean, this will be this evening. I, 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 apparently you'll be able to measure the change in the orbit of, uh, the, the, the orbiting rocket or the, the orbiting rock, excuse me, uh, from, from space. But, uh, oh, you know what, uh, Ben Franklin corrects me. It's not that the little asteroid is going to smash into the big asteroid. It's going to do, um, because it orbits the big one. Right. And so it, they want to change the orbit. Correct. It's, it's going to do a, 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 what do they call it? Like a gravity engine or, uh, or gravity I think it's correct. called a dip, dip, de do. That's the dip, de do. Dippity diddly. Didymus dip, de do. Didymus dip, de do. Dimorphosis. Mr. President, it appears that we have completed the Didymus dip, de do. Activate Operation Diddy Bidi do. If you've ever won. Come on, that's great. Fuck it, we did the dippity do. We did it. If you've ever wondered. Hey, Big Hearn, I'm the President of the United States. If you've ever wondered. We dippity do, Joe. 
<laughs> sorry. Okay, we're done. I'm sorry, I had to get the joke. <laughs> no <Next> joke. <laughs> no, no, no. Please go. Go. Go, go. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. So, uh, 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 there are. Uh, if you have an asteroid coming at you, there are a few different moves you can do. The the one that's most obvious and most interesting is to throw a nuke up there, have an explosion, and maybe you can knock it off course. That's highly unpredictable, and you um, uh, can't say for sure whether or not you're going to make things worse, uh, or even worse than that, let's say you blow up the asteroid, uh, for all you know, you're going to turn it from a single projectile that could be redirected into basically a, a shrapnel spread. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which would be very awful. So uh, another thing you could do is you could fly a, a spacecraft out there and either with just the spacecraft hang out next to the asteroid for long enough to where the minor amount of gravity attraction that the spacecraft well, well, has. The, we'll kind of yeah. draw it. Uh, and then mm. the, the other one that I thought was interesting was the generation, generation of a mass drive. So for that one, you would send a probe up that would land on <laughs> the asteroid. It would dig up chunks of the asteroid rock and just chuck them like a 12-year-old who's <laughs> angry. And each chuck would basically be propulsive and mm. actually move the asteroid so, off course. So in this case, this would be closer to uh, like, a, like the mm. way a centrifuge in a satellite causes it to change its... Uh, yaw pitch, that kind of thing. Can I ask a dumb person question about this? Okay. So the satellite, is that like a battle satellite that is sent up literally just to do this? Or is it just like a satellite that's kind of sitting around and you're like, well, I mean, Jesus, it's just up there. Let's let's just do something else with it. Well, if you wanted to do a gravity drive, then I would assume you would just look around and see what, like as many different rockets and whatever mass you could put in there you probably, uh, uh, and, and then it just has to hang around and kind of like, come on, baby, come on, a little bit this way, out of Earth's paths. Yeah. You know, uh, but, but if you wanted to create a mass drive, that would have to be an actual uh, robotic uh, uh, contraption that would, you know, break up chunks and then throw it. Yeah. Uh, the the so, DART but program. This one, yeah. The, they, it is a satellite designed for this because I do okay. think there is some amount of piloting going on, but I don't think it is a. Uh, well, they designed it to crash into an ar- into an asteroid. I don't think they had a. So it, it has obviously the capability to do what its mission is, but but it was not like at some point it was there to I don't know like relay something and and for at black sites and now it's like well well we got to get rid of this thing one way or another <laughs> let's run it into well, a well, and that's what we did with the one that that smashed into the the pole of the moon it's like it had reached its end of life it was no longer you know they weren't going to get much out of it it was going to crash somewhere but they had enough juice to make sure that it crashed right at the pole to see whether or not it this got does it seem like an, like a like a real oh geez this satellite, man, nobody should ever get a hold of it. We should definitely destroy it in space. What secrets are they putting on there, the satellite they're going to destroy? There might be a little bit of that happening because, uh, I, I, I mean, what do I know? I, 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 didn't, I don't know much about this story. Uh, did the story say what previously the satellite was used for? No, it's, bi- it's, it's, built, it's for built for this. for this. It okay. is built okay. for this. Okay, this is built for this. Uh, that, now, there's a... Uh, built to run into a thing. Yeah. Cause that I almost feel like why would it be a satellite? Like why wouldn't you just have a thing that's directly? There? They call it a spacecraft. 
Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh. Well, because uh, if you just fired a, a single payload like a bullet, uh, yeah. you, you better get that Big shot. Big bullet like a Mario. You, you better get that shot. Sorry. You better get that shot exactly <laughs> right, and you get no corrections. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you if you bother to put some solar panels on it. And yeah, a little bit of propulsion. propulsion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get Racing stripe. Um, apparently. An ad- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes it go faster. If you, if, you, if you want to train me to not try, this I, is no, I'm not. Time. We're having a this is fun banter. <laughs> it is. We're having fun banter. Apparently, the light Italian cube set for imaging asteroids, or Licia cube, Licia. Uh, is right. <laughs> it's right. It's funnier when you do it to Bryce. <laughs> Uh, is uh, is apparently close to Didymus, so we'll actually get uh, hi, quote high resolution color images from a safe distance. Alicia is close to Didymus. <laughs> NASA and ESA have also got some projects to keep an eye on that. But that's coming up today. Um, if you're watching, does everybody live. scream "Mamma Mia" when impacts happen? <laughs> oh my meteor! Oh my mother! Oh <laughs> my! Oh in English! Oh my mother! Yeah. Uh, so uh, and and if you're listening to the podcast, then it happened probably a few hours ago. So check out the NASA. NASA did a whole did it looks like they had a couple of feeds going on so <laughs> nasa <laughs> publishes a paper saying if we did it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're going to send up another probe in 2024 to measure more precisely how how uh, how strong this how, was how Alicia did yeah Alicia Alicia uh fellas you've probably seen uh over the past couple of weeks that our nation's roadways are becoming quite the delicacy what? Oh, I've been I've been chewing asphalt for a long wow. time. Wow! Wow! High that one. You probably saw a <laughs> this dude driving like Jason Statham with his mouth. I'm gonna skip over to the chewing asphalt. <laughs> chewing asphalt he for said, years. He said the road was a delicacy. The yeah. road is a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks ago, you probably saw that Alfredo sauce spilled all over what? a highway in Memphis. Someone called Alicia. And then like that's a, how it that's how it got then, into space. And then like a day later, uh, a truck full of tomatoes crashed on another no! highway. It's just in um, SpaceX's Starman attempting to make U-turn. <laughs> Apparently, but, it's a space program entirely designed around the idea that when you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> so those two happened like the last week or two weeks ago. Uh, in Florida, they decided that uh, they were going to give you uh, food and drink. Uh, a truck full of Coors Light has crashed. So on the nose. To, like, if All over you the want proof that we live in a simulation, uh, <laughs> I give you this. <laughs> so where, this. Where in Florida? Where are we talking about? Uh, this was on Interstate 75, about 30 miles north of Tampa. Oh, my. Yep. Uh, Brooksville, Florida. Uh, this was about five days ago. Uh, uh, but, yeah, there's a, 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 there was a pileup, and the truck... Uh, uh, Breaked uh, too late and <laughs> spilled all of made a ma- massive party foul. Oh no! Gigantic my party beer. Foul. My beer. <laughs> the, the, when asked for a quote, the driver said, "I'm from the future, Marty. The, the hurricane it hits here." <laughs> so okay, so so it, this was because there was a crash at about six a.m. Uh, oh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, and then they cleaned it up by about noon. How many beers do you think 
you a whole force could drink in six hours. Do you well, think it was- I would imagine it's probably more the wrecked uh, uh, big rigs than mm. it is necessarily the beers that you got to get out I there. I guarantee you all of those beers are all in a trench and there are a lot of happy 12 year old boys who are on bicycles. <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, wow. Okay. I, thought, I, I thought you meant a beer commercial. No, like, no, 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 no. It was no, like, I mean, well, I guess we are going to have to drink all this. Take their straw and put it in the ditch. No, but I mean, I'm sure they just swept it all off to the side and then, uh, uh, yeah. That's uh, uh, they'll tell for years the legends of did you ever discover Woods beer? <laughs> you know, just beer that was left in the woods. Woods beer, you get some road beers, beers for the road. That's right. When you need a beer that you found in the wood by the side of the road, With you know, it's gonna be a Woods beer. Uh, when you want water that's more as pure as the Rockies, that's still more palatable than Florida tap water. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the ditch in Florida and get yourself a Coors Light. When you want a beer as warm as the sun, <laughs> and has had no refrigeration because it's by the side of the highway, you know you're drinking a Woods beer. I, I've got as a sterile as someone after a vasectomy. <laughs> Woods beer. It tastes like asphalt. So much so you're going to want to chew on it. The delicacy of the road. Uh, so I got a question for you. If I'm, I, I'm, I, you know what, I'm glad we're starting to ask questions. <laughs> I think we should be asking more questions in this country. You know what? I got a question. What's that? Why haven't you subscribed to patreon.com slash weird things? I'm, uh, we've been question. all talking about it to you, about you, listener. Oh, we were talking to <laughs> yeah. your family. And your friends. And your friends. And, and your said, children. And your coworkers. Uh, I can't believe... They haven't <laughs> subscribed to Patreon. They're all in agreement with us. Yes. That you, you not subscribing subscribe. is a travesty. Mm -hmm. uh, the CDC says that peer pressure is a serious and important dangerous phenomenon, except when it comes to causing people to subscribe at patreon.com slash weird things. It's me, Dr. Fauci, <laughs> and I would like to tell you that patreon.com slash weird things is where you need to go to subscribe to this show. Thanks, right. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Just uh, door, doors on the right. Okay, I'm leaving now. Wait, uh, 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 yes. Uh, uh, F-bomb. Uh, hey, uh, that's me. Uh, that's wait, a, what that's a, a, What are some of the benefits that people get if they subscribe? Well, in many cases, you're going to find that you get direct updates to your inbox, a subscriber-only Discord channel, and you can listen to the After Things podcast before anybody else. Uh, uh, would you like to respond to allegations that there's uh, uh, a vaccinating effect <laughs> to this? I travel via teleportation. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, wow. Who knew that Dr. Fauci traveled via <laughs> teleportation? I'm surprised you didn't have more I questions for him, that. Dustin. Yeah, here. I don't know. I was a out, political guy. I was, taking, I was taking a poop, so I was not here when that was You're happening. dropping your own F-bomb back there. Uh, <laughs> I found this beer in the road. But I found this beer. It's a warm beer. I got a question for you guys. Hey. If I told you something historic happened. Yeah. It happened about, uh, when was this, 2016? Okay. About six years ago. Yep. yep. Ancient history. Many say six years ago. Many are saying as it was six years ago. 
foxy fishing. You have my attention. And I'm, now I'm asking for your speculation. What would you call? What, what do you think? Historic? Uh, you know it's a long bamboo pole I have. <laughs> and you know you are, sweet little angler. <laughs> Don't want to waste no time. <laughs> Dangling this shiny little trinket in front of a fish that didn't rhyme. <laughs> yeah. All right. Foxy fishing. This was a capture. What I told you it was captured March 2016 uh, by two researchers in Spain. Oh, so it's not like a promo where a bunch of ladies in bikinis are right. fishing. It's not. No, it's this not is not a girls gone wild commercial. Okay, test. gotcha. It's not Spanish hooters you wouldn't, or something. You wouldn't believe what happens when we hold when we <laughs> hand them, them the, the reels. The reel. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so something happens naturally. It's called foxy fishing. It's in Spain. Yes. Okay. España. So, uh, it's late afternoon. This has only just from... been published in Ecology. Okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, they did capture it in March 2016. I just had a siesta. Uh, I'm using the vosotros form. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. Very, very formal. Uh, I'm, I'm still wondering why Portugal have to, has to have a technically different language. They're right there. Yeah. Um, yep. Now I want to do some... Fa- hey, Justin, you want to do some foxy fishing? And it's foxy fishing? I'm, I'm into it, man. How many fish are you going to catch in one hour of foxy fishing? Uh, you know what? I don't think I'll catch any fish because I, I, I ain't here to catch no fish. I mean, they call it fishing, but yeah. it's really about, you know, the lure and attracting a fox. Yes, a fox. Yep. This is where you take a fishing pole. Uh-huh. You take Put your a, bait on a, it. a rubber chicken or something Wait that looks a like minute. a chicken. Hold on. Yep. Is it, because it's in Spain, is it fox e like why? As an and fox and fishing. fishing, yeah, you cook up a fox like fox and friends. No, 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 no. You 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 slaughter a fox, mm-hmm. you cook it, and you roast it, and you fish. It's uh, fox and fishing. Fox and fishing. Yeah. You're, so you're you're suggesting like a surf and turf style yeah. output of this product. So you're not okay. just going to watch old married with children episodes while fishing. I mean, it could be fox and fox and fishing, but I think. The important part is the yeah. fox. It's yeah. just, is murdering and preparing for consumption of fox. Fox hunts are a big deal, man. They are. The, the, the English? Royals love it. Well, they love finding the The aristocracy. Fox. I ain't never seen any English person catch a fox and eat it. No, traditionally in you England, they, they search for the fox, they find the fox, they just give it a withering stare, <laughs> and then the fox is like, geez, all right, whatever. Yeah. And once it's gained sufficient sympathy from the commoners, then they just let it go. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think they usually that's the British eat the way. Birds. That's the British way. That's but not the British joke. In Spain, I think you engage in uh, fox and fishing. Uh, actually, no. I think fox, you, you fox, fish for fox. 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 Wait. With the TH. Because it's in Spain. Because, it, 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 yeah. España. Is, 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 is the lisp part of the oh, yeah. uh, España? Mm-hmm. That and the vosotros form. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. eh. one, one, so formal. One for two. Uh, <laughs> they do take siestas, though, right? They do? Yeah. Okay. Two yeah. for three. They All love right. lunch. 
All right. I'm, I'm they stick, I'm love stick with the, lunch. They love lunch, y'all. Uh, All right. So your your guest Brian is uh, going to be. Uh, you take you take what appears to be a chicken. You dangle mm. it in front of a fox or where you think foxes are. A fox bites. You you pull. Mm. You got yourself a fox. That's foxy fishing. Now that sounds like a fun. That sounds like fun for the I, family. That I sounds got, like a carnival ride that yeah, I would play. I got to guess. Okay, so have you guys seen the videos of, of, I think it's in Chicago, that they dump all of the uh, rubber duckies, like oh. tens of thousands of rubber duckies into the river, that, the used, river that wants to run the wrong way? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but they're all live foxes. <laughs> God damn. Into <laughs> an area so, with a lot of... Dump truck. Just a of dump just truck of live foxes. Yeah. Not like caged. Bees. Not like prepared. And they get all the fish. The fish? Yeah. Yeah, that's foxy fishing. I see. Well. We wouldn't do it in America. No. That's cruel to the foxes. No, we would just do something civilized like foie but, gras. But the Spanish. The Spanish, they love. Savage. They love to dump a truck full of foxes, foxes. into the water. All right. The Spanish. Unfortunately, Justin, you're the closest to the oh, to reality. Are Man, you kidding God, me? why am I not so that, cultured? Not, why am I so cultured? Granted, why do I know so much about culture? Not that close, but you were. I'm a cultured man. This is. Uh, I've got a video here that we're we're looking at. Can you tell me just a little bit about? Oh, this is a fox sneaking up on what looks like. If you've ever seen uh, the Grunion running, where they they all on the shore are mating, it looks like a a drying up lake uh, and a bunch of desperately trying to breathe fish are flopping around in it. Uh, when this fox just went in there, grabbed the fish, and is taking it back to it's his... It's a big fish, that's too. That's a big old fish. It is a big fish. Uh, yeah, so in March, two researchers in Spain watched a male red fox stalk and catch 10 carp over a couple of hours. Uh, when asked for a comment, red fox said, this is the big one. Jesus. <laughs> No, no regards. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually... It's a big fish. It was a very big fish. This is actually... How old is that? <laughs> Older than me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dummy. I'm eating your fish. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. You're still around. Two oh, of oh. them. Okay. <laughs> Two references. The Sanford and Son. Dummy. Uh, <laughs> this is actually, this is actually, <laughs> you, you couldn't come up with one, huh? Could you? Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> contributing to this. Uh, so this is actually very special because this is the first time anyone has ever seen a fox fish. Really? This is it. This is not a thing that is a known pattern of behavior. Uh, well, so the, uh, scientists have found, uh, fish remains in fox droppings, but they kind of always assumed that. They were dead fish or stranded fish, fish that they, came they, out of... They were scavenging, not yeah. actually hunting live prey. Certainly not actively fishing for the prey. I mean, but this is kind of half and half, right? Because as Brian pointed out, this is a very, very shallow lake. It is, a, it is more of a big puddle than a small lake. Yeah. That is for sure. Um, but you know what? So, like, it, puts that, fish, it, it puts fish on the table. It does. It does. And, and it is certainly... A, a smart learned behavior for the fox to understand that this is going to be easy prey, mm -hmm. uh, which I guess is really all you really want to prove is that like they have the instinct to do it. Yeah, but it's, so, but it's not like for anybody who's only listening on audio that like they're like a, like a bear or something that's like right on the corner of a river and they're like timing it perfectly. Yeah, these things are 
kind of there for the taking. It is. And, and he's he's just grabbing off the buffet. Do do we know what foxes normally like to eat uh, outside of, I, I know chickens is, but but those are our domesticated animals that they're stealing. Uh, uh, in this case, we got fish that are just laying out in the sun. Yeah. Uh, I am told, um, bu- 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 rabbits, rodents, birds, frogs, uh, earthworms, and carrion. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so carnivores, they're carnivores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, versus uh, a lot like a dog. A lot <laughs> like, like a dog. Dead stuff, live stuff. Don't care. Eh, just say, you know uh, what? Uh, food off of your plate. Oh my god. <laughs> oh I, yeah. Uh, oh. I just realized a story that I have to say for a great night tomorrow night. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, the the researchers uh, uh, got tipped off to this when uh, this fox in particular did not run away when they were uh, really when they were noticing it. They were stalking him for a little while. Uh, and he was like, eh, that's cool. I'm going to go eat some fish. I'll go eat some fish. <laughs> maybe he's showing off. Maybe, maybe he's like, you, may, you ever seen a fox do this? <laughs> he's like, next thing, it's like, this just in, foxes ride unicycles. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Then he gets on his, yeah, his skateboard, turns his hat backwards, and freestyles. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently one he's of the researchers. He's a hedgehog. The researcher said, quote, the most surprising thing was to see how the fox hunted many carp without making any mistakes. This made us realize that it was surely not the first time he had done it. Okay, what would what would a mistake look like? Missing the fish. So without ever missing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, fish in a barrel. This really is fish in a barrel the way it's set up. Well, yeah, I mean, I think probably failing to grab the fish or like going for other stuff that might look like a disturbance but is not a fish like you know exactly what a big flopping fish look like that being said again i don't want to mitigate the, the <laughs> breakthrough here but these are they, they're flopping essentially on the grass they're visibly flopping in every inch of the water surface for sure it's, if they could talk they would be saying who likes fish yeah <laughs> eat they, me eat me i'm just i'm here to eat i'm a big Sue. i'm a big eating treat yes, i have i'm a fish Last name she. Turns out uh, it was another truck that fell over with some frozen frozen fish, and they just melted that way. <laughs> when Red you want a <laughs> gross uh, <laughs> out in the sunlight treat, wash down your fish sticks with a warm woods beer. That's right. Yum a yum dum. How I like to drink <laughs> warm beer. Warm, you like the warm beer. I love it, and you will too. <laughs> now, have you have you always loved your beer? I warm? love my beer as hot as the surface of the sun. That is incredibly oh hot. God. Yeah. But unfortunately, our narrow-minded society <laughs> does not allow for boiled beer. Okay. And yeah. so I have to settle for lukewarm beer. Well, you'd be. Now, is there a reason you can't boil your own beer at home? What I do in the privacy of my own home ain't none of your business. All right. All right. Uh, I w- I, I, uh, it would have been fun to have Andrew here because I got a story about sharks. Do you guys know sharks very much? Uh, probably. Yeah, okay. Probably. I'm going to guess not. I, I've, I've taken a loan or two. I would, I would consider myself as shark strong because Andrew was shark weak. <laughs> boo. Boo. <laughs> Listener, you can boo your podcast right now. Oh, re- re- reset your palates, ladies and gentlemen. The daddest one. joke of the it's day. It's a weird one. It's a weird episode. 
<laughs> no, nothing for Red Fox. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so a fisherman off the coast of Australia, Trapman uh, Bermagui. Stop Wait it. I hope I stop it. Wait a minute. Uh, a fisherman named Trapman Bermagui. 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 Okay. I think we actually have him here live on the show. Uh, uh, Trapman, are you there? Oh. <clears throat> Uh, 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 you're an Australian fisherman, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Broden. <laughs> he likes comedy. He's like he's a comedy. Oh yeah, aficionado. yeah. You're coming soon to ABC, the Auntie Donna. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, what do you, what do you have to say about this fishing situation? Oh, I heard enough about it. Uh, have you ever heard, Trapman, uh, uh, that your voice sounds very, very much like a didgeridoo? <laughs> <laughs> That's a didgeridoo for, for comparison. <laughs> now you go ahead and talk. Really hear it. it sounds like a dog who's talking in his sleep. Who's <laughs> talking in his sleep? As if that's a thing that everybody knows by heart. No, not known canine somnambulism expert Bryce Casictio. Listen, you see dogs run in their sleep; they bark in their sleep. Do they? And growl? Yes, they totally do. You've never seen a dog. Hold on, we have to stop the show. You've never seen a dog growl or like run in its sleep. I see one. Catch a fish. You never. No, that. yeah, that. But that's what it sounds like, not what you just did. Oh. I disagree. All right. <laughs> what did this? What did? What, what did Trapman legitimate name <laughs> Trapman make every person do? Yeah, he found this off the coast. I'm the Trapman. <laughs> Don't get me some fish. <laughs> I wanna get some fish, some Australian fish. I'm getting a bit dish. <laughs> Just come into this cage, you see. That bait in there is free. <laughs> There's nothing that will be wrong when you go inside. I'm the Trapman. <laughs> We, uh, Mr. Trapman here found, uh, caught himself a shark, uh, on September 12th, uh, posted about it on Facebook. And th- there was a lot of confusion about what type of shark it is. People were not quite sure. Uh, some of them believed it was a cookie cutter shark. Uh, some suggested maybe it was a goblin shark or a lantern shark. Um, uh, Trapman, uh, disagreed with some of the folks online saying it was, quote, totally not a cookie cutter. Uh, it is a rough skin shark, also known as species of endeavor dogfish, or a gulper shark. Uh, some. Do other... we see a picture here? Well, just I just want to set your expectations right, because maybe uh-huh. it, it maybe in your head you're thinking like, oh, okay, gulper. Sh- okay, so it's more like and it's that's. Not... I immediately we all know exactly what a gulper shark looks like. That's not something that needs any kind of explanation visually. I mean, it basically right. looks like if Don Knotts was a shark. I'm not taking that bid. I'm also not taking that bid. I'm not taking that bid, but I want you to know it's not because it was a bad bid. It's because I was scared of it. (laughs) Well, you know, it got a lot of people talking because... Take a look at this dang shark, please. What? (laughs) It has a... Jesus! Gigantic bulging eye... A set of teeth that seem to be uh, jutting out of its lips, 
Uh, its skin is is rather rough, but I think you tend I to see that corrected. in sharks. I said Don Knotts. What I meant to say was Steve Buscemi. It does look Buscemi-ish. It looks bu- Hello, Buscemi-esque. Hello, fellow sharks. <laughs> oh, no. How do you do? That is it. It's hello, fellow sharks. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, apparently... Uh, uh, this is uh, a quote. We discover new species of deep water shark all the time, and many look very similar to each other. So this is not as earth shattering as the first Fox filmed fishing, but uh, it's a weird looking shark. It's certainly shark. weird. And so it just kind of highlights exactly how many wild and crazy things just exist in, in, in the deep sea that we are not so it, as familiar with. Also, if this is a deep water shark, then... Um uh, oftentimes, like the literal shape of their face will change uh, with the pressure differential oh. when they get out. So, oh, um, that's a very good point. My my guess is uh, down at depth, its face doesn't look quite so Steve Buscemi like. Maybe it does. I don't know. They don't have light down there. You don't have to. It doesn't matter what you Can look you like. Can you Google other pictures of that kind of shark? Maybe we'll have. Maybe there's like a little. Uh, a yeah, little if point. we look at the Endeavor dogfishes, which is Endeavor what dogfish, I believe it might be. Um, here's a picture of an Endeavor dogfish. Swear to God, if it's just Steve Buscemi's IMDb. No, that's 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 mean. <laughs> wow, yeah, you're right. So it looks like it it certainly inflates. Yeah. It does have a big eye, though. Uh, that big eye well, stays, it's, it's gonna, yeah. It's, it's going to be dark down there, so that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it does look like, the, from, from the picture of the shark, it does look like it has a pretty large uh, 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 cornea, the opening. Uh Pupil? Iris? Iris. Uh, d- whatever. Uh, it looks that's weird. That's probably the pupil. Um, but, uh, the pupes. The pupes. What are the pupes? <laughs> that's for our friends at Live Science. Um, I got one last little story for you. Good. Fun. Uh, uh, it's about time that we cut loose on this episode. <laughs> Enough with this deadly serious stuff, man. We're cutting. We're cutting loose. We're... What it's is fun time. What's the last thing you would Casual expect? weird things. What was the last thing you would expect in Shoe Pond... In the city of Beverly in Northeast Boston. What is the last thing you would expect? City of Beverly, Northeast Boston. Hmm. I must have been 1975. <laughs> Me and my buddy had just finished two eight balls of cocaine. <laughs> he said, let's take a run over to Beverly. Now, at the time, I must admit, I thought Beverly was just a hot, tight piece of roadside down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's a town, and uh, we uh, uh, went to a place called Shoe Lake. Bloop. <laughs> anyway, we I was so high, I don't remember what I saw there. Uh, it was, <laughs> but you what? won't believe it. What is the last thing? What is the last thing you would expect in old Shoe Lake? The, well, the first thing I would expect is a lake full of shoes. Yeah, I'm gonna say the first thing I would expect is that could, for everybody, could, like, shoe pond. like, hey, yeah, a shoe pond, yeah, like, like I'm gonna throw all the shoes in the pond. This is a Boston accent, <laughs> wicked pisser. Let's go. <laughs> I know what it is. Oh, you know what it is, Brad. Oh yeah. It's, Have you been there? Uh, well, no, no, no. This is the last thing I would expect. Oh, the last thing. The is, last thing is, you would is a bunch of uh, young kids coming back from a sci-fi convention. Think yep. it'd be real funny to just. Take like a, a eight foot tall mannequin, plant it in there. Chewbacca.
four, five. Okay. <laughs> He's falling out of his chair. He's falling out of his chair. He's taking so a knee true. like Tebow. He has been he 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 waylaid himself with Chewbacca out of his chair, and he now needs to be on one knee to catch his breath. That's the level of talent that we are working with on the Weird Things podcast. Brian made a Chewbacca joke and now can't help but go down to one knee. He's laughing so hard. He tried to get up and he couldn't. He tried to get up and he couldn't. He made one move to try and get up. He was unable to do it. He immediately went back down. The question was, what is the last thing I would have said? Sure. Yes. I think that was it. That was it. Okay. A Chewbacca. Okay, I'm we've got. Glad one. that my Shark Week joke was stricken from the record. It didn't even survive the episode. <laughs> Justin, do you have a guess of what the last thing you would have imagined in Shoe Pond was? Uh, the last thing I would imagine in Shoe Pond, considering it is the last story in a Weird Things episode, would be a functioning, healthy lake where. <laughs> Where, where families just kind of walk around and they make good memories and uh, oh. it's just a beloved staple of the community. What if uh, what if I told you Shoe Pond was briefly the home of Schubert? I uh, want to I I don't know piano well enough. But I, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to do like a piano like is that Schubert? Uh, yeah, no. uh, sure. Why not? I think that's Chopin. It- no, that's that's Furelise by uh, I think Beethoven. Is it? I think. Anyway, it's all the same. Uh, well, uh, so it turns out in uh, this 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 tiny little pond in Beverly, Massachusetts, uh, became the brief home of a seal, a gray seal, uh, <laughs> was in the pond for so long that locals gave him the name Schubert. Well, uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess Boston is close enough to the sea that I, uh, I, I can comprehend. Yeah. Seals. What? What? What, well, what, is, what? What is? What is the local flora and fauna of of Beverly? Do we know? Because oh. I want to know if this animal got a kiss from a rose. Oh, yeah. I'm going to close that tab now. <laughs> 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 so, but so. Well, firefighters and wildlife uh, 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 experts were trying to get Schubert to leave the pond. He shouldn't be there. I can't believe Brian was right with Chewbacca. (laughs) It was it was a closer thing. It was close. Schubert uh, would would not go with authorities, and so um, uh, but Schubert did get out because. Uh, uh, Schubert uh, went to the police station and said, please take me home. <laughs> he Wait, what? <laughs> he showed up at the Beverly Police Department uh, and went even through the parking lot to uh, the front. There's a side door, I guess, of the police station. And uh, the the folks on the midnight shift uh, helped Schubert get back to... Uh, Wait, how did a bunch <laughs> of Massachusetts cops like... Throw him in the back, like, 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 what, what happened? Like, did they know, like, hmm. marine biologists, or, or know where to take him? Or? Well, I, I, I would imagine that whatever um, animal wranglers went to go try to get him, uh, I would imagine that, like many animals, they have good sniffers, and he probably was like, 
wonder what that was. I'm going to go investigate. And, oh, and, interesting. And smelled his way over there. Yeah. Well, no, no uh, I'm, so, not, I'm not shocked at how the seal got to the police station because we don't know exactly even how far the pond is from it. I would imagine if it's a small town, it's probably not that far. Uh, what I'm what I'm surprised about, especially if it's the midnight shift, is that like you know not every animal can go in the body of water for which you think they should. Right. Like mm-hmm. in Oakland, uh, in Lake Merritt, there was this habit of people that would get ducks or chickens that would then just throw them in the lake because oh. they're like, hey, this is where animals go. Yeah. Here you go, and oh. then they would be brutalized by the native animals, like. So I would imagine a seal needs to go specifically back to where the seal was mm-hmm. before. And uh, I guess good on the, the Beverly Police Department for knowing where that was. Yeah, uh, the, the Beverly Police Department and the Associated Press reported this. The seal was quickly corralled by a team of wildlife experts, firefighters, and police okay. department's entire midnight shift. Uh, Schubert appeared to be in good health and was a little sassy in the early morning hours. The seal was transported to Mystic Aquarium in Mystic, Connecticut, where aquarium staff will perform a medical exam and release him back into the wild. So they knew exactly. They they knew it was going to the aquarium when when they when they corralled it. And they yeah. probably still had people there that were waiting to corral it. Uh, c- uh, could we at least take a look on a map? How far Beverly or how far Shoe Pond is from the coast? Um, yeah, uh, and, and in fact, uh, 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 folks, about an hour and a half flight. <laughs> folks believe that uh, uh, he took drainage pipes uh, and Ow. maybe some creeks, some creeks and some creeks here. So Beverly and uh, Shoe Pond here. It looks like it's. It's up a little, up a little on the Crane River, maybe an, an offset of the Crane River here in. Uh... Yeah, that seems doable. Every so often, you hear uh, sad stories of like a, a porpoise or a dolphin, you know, that that starts going up river and just, you know, uh, not up. able to figure out which way is which and keeps on going the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the workers said he's acting like a typical feisty four-year-old gray seal. We plan to release them to a quiet, remote location near other seals. So that's good. A little bit of good news for you there. Right on. Well, that is uh, that's it for the weird things program. You guys want to do some picks? What have you been up to lately? Uh, I I, I did watch the the uh, the Andor, but we talked about that on another program. Uh, uh, but I I gave a try to a little gem called Trombone Champ. Oh yeah! If you uh, if you have fond feelings and memories about uh, rock band and rhythm based games from B Money, uh, your Dance Dance Revolutions, your Busta Grooves and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, imagine if it also sounded terrible and hilarious mm-hmm. and was uh, uh, all about collecting toots. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out this is the perfect cross section between me and my nine year old daughter. Uh, let's take a little listen on to what it sounds like. We're watching the trailer, so it actually sounds okay. Yeah, but when you actually play, it's hilariously awful. Yeah. It's it's very, very fun. I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. I'll probably keep on playing it with my kid. Nice. Uh, it's only 15 bucks on Steam. Oh. It's Trombone Champ. So it's a it's a PC game? Uh, yeah. Because yeah, you play it with the mouse. Uh, it's just up and down, and, and you click, uh, don't forget to breathe. Oh. Uh, like, for example, you, you play, like, a, 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 a Thus Sprock Zarathustra. Mm. So it's just, like, <laughs> your whole job is to just hold down the button and go, 
Then it's hard because you have to move faster. It's like, or you got the take me out to the ball game or the. Are there any ska? You know what? We'll see if they're able to get the licenses. Let's get the DLC popping, baby. I need some ska up in this trombone champ. Exactly. Yeah. Give me some real big fish up in this hoe. It's been very fun seeing people make mods and. Do other songs because is there like a free play mode or some something oh, where yeah. you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. mess around? Uh, it's been fun seeing stuff about that. Very cool, trombone champ. Uh, Justin, you got anything? Yes, I. Oh, I have a pick that uh, we worked on. Um, don't explain. Is a new podcast. It's launching this week. Hopefully Ooh. tomorrow. Uh, uh, unless things are stubborn about listing a new feed. Uh. <laughs> But it is the latest from Dog and Pony Show Audio. It has been in the works for over a year. Uh, and it is by Will Saddleberg, who won America's Next Top Podcaster two seasons ago. And as part of his victory, uh, developing a podcast with Dog and Pony Show was one of it. This is the result. And uh, I think it's really, really good. The conceit is this. Every trope that you have ever seen on you know, in television and and movies all at one point began as something brilliant. Mm. And so this podcast will endeavor to tell you those stories. And the first one that we're going to tell is about rock star biopics. So uh, the, the, you know, Elvis, probably the most, the, the latest uh, uh, version of it, uh, how the genre came to be. It's one of the most parodiable genres. In fact, it was mm-hmm. so effortlessly, parodied by by walk hard that it almost killed the genre not only because it revealed all of its secrets but it also bombed <laughs> so uh it took a while for for the uh the genre to get back on its feet but in three episodes we're going to tell you that whole story wow. i'm very proud of it and uh, uh i know will worked extraordinarily hard on all of it so uh keep an eye out for that yeah in uh, in uh yeah but it's it'll on be... the podcast directories i guess yeah and also it'll be in in a lot of the feeds so it'll be in the px3 feed it'll be in the world's greatest con feed it'll be in the raise the dead feed so if you subscribe to any of those you'll you'll be able to hear the first episode there uh and then you'll be able to find the other two where you find your podcast nice there you go check that out um i'll find my podcast on the side of the highway when i want a warm (laughs) podcast i like i like my podcast sun baked (laughs) A Natural. semi-truck containing podcasts tipped <laughs> over in Florida today. Finally, <laughs> I can start to listen with my ear canals toasty warm. <laughs> we, we should be toasting our podcast. Toast, boil your podcast for safety <laughs> before consuming. Uh, I got a pick. I, I don't know. I'm, I might have talked about this already, but I, uh, over the weekend, got, got really back into Cult of the Lamb. Um, there's a roguelike uh, a video game where you are a lamb who's about to be sacrificed and instead start your own cult to another god who saves your life and you end up doing kind of this mix of kind of hack and slash dungeon crawling and uh, like town building like you build your little cult compound and you buy them beds and outhouses and farms and you give them dark satanic rituals and stuff, but it's also got this very like cutesy aesthetic to it, like almost a 
uh, almost happy, uh, very much like happy tree friends, sort of. Very sure, cutesy. sure. Uh, but uh, I, I really dig it, and I think it is relatively uh, uh, approachable for a game, for a roguelike game. Like it's because normally with with those games, part of the point of it is the frustration that you can never really like succeed unless you get really, really, really good at at the mechanics. Right. Whereas this is chopped. This has a bit of a story progression, so you kind of they they sort of chop it up a little bit on the critical path. So um, there are challenges, but it's not like okay, we're throwing you right into the whole thing. You have to figure out how to get better uh, on your own. Can I, can I confess that that while when people call a game, uh, say it's a roguelike game, I, I, I have a vague general understanding of, of what to expect from it. Mm. But are there a clear set of defining characteristics of a, of a roguelike? Yeah, they're, they're usually a, a game where, uh, especially for roguelike or roguelite games, where you're going out, venturing into a game section, right? Like here, you're going into these uh, areas to to attack these gods um and uh but then you come back to a place of safety to and, buy better weapons and so and, on and so if you die along that progress of, of however long it takes you to get from point a to point b you'd have to start from point a all over again um, got it and so, so frustrating <laughs> isn't yeah. it also like, that, and, they, that the levels kind of randomly change or mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the other is that it's like the they're not pr- procedural generated. procedurally generated, right? <clears throat> and and with roguelike games now, because because rogue roguelite games, Jesus. So because uh, like rogue, there was not not even progression. There was not like meta progression where when you died, you would be stronger the next time. That's what a lot of roguelike games are now nowadays. Where after you die, then you see story stuff, or you upgrade, or you spend points and things. And so with Cult of the Lamb, that other side is building up your compound and doing other little almost animal crossy sort of things. So I really dig it. Uh, I've got it on the PlayStation and it works really well. Uh, there's Ash, Ash played through it and she really, really liked it. Yeah. And, and uh, apparently there's like multiple endings and everything. So uh, cool. uh, there's, there's reason to play through it multiple times. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I, I believe on PC it's got Twitch integration. So when you add people to your, uh, to your cult, it'll get your Twitch viewers or your Twitch subscribers names and plug oh, them in instead. Fun. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Uh, so that's my pet, Cult of Cult of the Lamb. All right, guys. Uh, anything else? Uh, I think we made it pretty weird. I don't know. How about you? I think we made it pretty things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh, Brian, do you just want to say it again? No, I you want to say dummy. it again? <clears throat> say it, dummy. No, you knock it off. Too. <laughs> it's been weird. Shoebucker. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.